Hello, welcome back to The Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCreary, and today I'm going to be recapping what happened in Week 5 of the NFL season last weekend. Um, we had a lot, of good, a lot of good games. I'm going to go through all the scores uh, for each game, uh, and then there are, there are four games that I'm going to take a close look at. Uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. I'm really excited for today's episode. Uh, I hope y'all are as well. Let's start out. Uh, let's kick off this episode by looking at all the scores. Um, uh, looking at the scores of each game that happened this past weekend. Like I said, there were a lot of good games. Um, and, and not even just games that happened this weekend, but this week, I should say. because uh, there was Thursday Night Football. Let's start looking at the scores. So the Rams, last Thursday, the Rams beat the Seahawks on the road 26-17. Russell Wilson got hurt in this game. He is going to miss... A good bit of time with a with a a hand or a a hand injury. I think he dislocated one of his fingers. Um, I believe that was the injury. So he's going to be out for a while. I don't know what the Seahawks are going to do with their quarterback situation. I know they were looking at potentially signing Blake Bortles um, during this game. What's his name? I'm forgetting his name. Geno Smith. Geno Smith played. Uh, he played during this game. He might step in as a full-time starter now. They might look at they might look to bring in Blake Bortles. So I don't know what what they're gonna do there. Uh, but he got hurt. That's part of the reason why they lost in this game. Uh, Rams picked up a big win on the road. This is a huge divisional win for them. Um, so shout out to the Rams. And then on Sunday we get we get started with the London game. There was a game played in London at 9:30 in the morning Eastern time. Uh, the Falcons and the Jets faced off. You know, of course we want to we want to spread the game overseas, so we give them the worst we have to offer. Uh, the Falcons beat the Jets 27 to 20. The Falcons had a big lead in the first half. Things kind of fell apart in the second half. Uh, they almost choked. Uh, but they did win by seven. Uh, good teams win, great teams cover, and the Falcons covered against the Jets. Zach Wilson did not have a good game here. He struggled mightily, um, was missing easy throws left and right. Not a great game for him, but a great game for my boy Kyle Pitts. I'm a Falcons fan, um, and he finally had a huge game, um, mainly due to Calvin Ridley and, and Russell Gage being out for the Falcons. But he had nine catches for 119 yards and a touchdown. So if you have confidence in fantasy, you were very happy on Sunday. Moving on, we got the Packers Bengals. Packers beat the Bengals 25 to 22. A big win for the Packers on the road. The Bengals were th- were three and one heading into this game, um, so they were having a very good season. Um, Packers pick up a big win there. Then the Vikings, they beat the Lions at home 19-17. A really close victory for them. They were favored by 10 points. Um, they did not cover there, uh, but they do win by two over the Detroit Lions. And the Lions are now 0-5 on the season. It has not been a good year for them. The Steelers beat the Broncos at home 27-19. The, Bronco, the Broncos were actually favored heading into this game. They obviously did not pick up the win. The Steelers are 2-3 on the season. Uh, they needed the win here, and they got one, beating the Broncos 27-19. The Buccaneers destroyed the Miami Dolphins 45-17 to 
at home. Tom Brady played out of his mind, had 411 yards and 5 touchdowns. He was awesome. So was Antonio Brown, who had 7 catches for 124 yards and 2 touchdowns. They just dominated the Dolphins. And I did not see this coming. I thought the Dolphins would keep it close. I didn't think the Buccaneers would win this game, but I, I thought the Dolphins the Dolphins would be able to keep this close. I believe that, um, what's his name? Brissett, Jacoby Brissett. I think he got hurt in this game. I do believe that he, he left the game with an injury at some point. And that's probably, that probably, you know, led to them losing this game. But man, what a performance from the Buccaneers offense. And, and what a rough performance from the Dolphins defense. Moving on, we got the Saints and Washington. And the Saints beat the Washington football team. 33-22 uh, on the road. Big win for them. They were only favored by like four points in this game. Uh, and they cut. Let's actually look. Let's look to see how much the Saints were favored by. Because they were the favorites in this game. They were actually only favored by two and a half points. And they definitely covered that line. Won by 11 points. Big win for the Saints here on the road. Eagles beat the Panthers. On the road, huge win for the Eagles. They beat the Panthers 21-18. Sam Darnold struggled in this game. Uh, had a few turnovers. I think he had, let's look at the box score. He had three picks in this game. Had a QBR of 18.4, which is awful. And a passer rating of 44.5. He really struggled in this game. Cuba Hubbard, though, played pretty well um, with the absence in the absence of Christian McCaffrey. He had 24 carries for 101 yards and zero touchdowns. Uh, very productive uh, day for him. DJ Moore, who has been on fire this year, uh, didn't have a great game. Five catches for 42 yards and zero touchdowns. Just a really rough performance from the Panthers' offense going up against uh, just not a great defense uh, for the Eagles. Uh, but a big win for the Eagles here, uh, winning by three on the road. The Titans, they destroyed the Jaguars 37-19. That was pretty much expected. James Robinson had a big day, though, 18 carries for 149 yards and a touchdown. He continues to be one of the best running backs in the NFL this year. He has been awesome this season. Shout out to him. The Patriots barely squeaked by the Texans, winning 25-22 on the road, big win for the Patriots, um, and this is actually a lot closer than it was expected to be, the Patriots were favored by eight points, eight and a half points, I believe eight points in this game, um, so they didn't cover, but they did win, then, let me get a drink here, then we got the, the Bears, they went on the road to take on the Raiders, they were five and a half point underdogs in this game, and for good reason, um, my my projections had the Raiders covering in this game, and boy, did they not cover. Uh, the Bears won 20-9, to nine, uh, won by 11 points on the road. Huge victory for the Chicago Bears, um, just a massive victory for them. And I'm really, I, I'm just, I just don't know what to make up, what to make of this Raiders team. I mean, you lose by double digits to the Bears of all teams, and you're the home favorites, like, I just don't get it, and, and, and it's not like they were favored by three points, they were favored by five and a half, um, so they should, they should have won this game, um, but they didn't, lost 20 to nine, and then, uh, the, the Browns took on the Chargers, they went on the road to take on the Chargers, Chargers won in a shootout, 
47-42. Massive win for the Chargers. This is one of the games I'm going to break down in a little bit. Uh, then the Cowboys, they beat the Giants 44-20. Ezekiel Elliott played extremely well. Had 21 carries for 110 yards and a touchdown. Kadarius Tony, rookie wide receiver, had an incredible day. 10 catches for 189 yards. Didn't catch a touchdown, but man... He played extremely well here today, um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do uh, moving forward, how fantasy relevant he'll be, because um, I really liked him coming out of the draft. I thought he was fairly underrated uh, by the consensus, uh, but I really liked him. I think he was my wide receiver five, I believe, either five or six. I think I had him ahead, slightly ahead of Elijah Moore. Um, so, shout out to him, playing really, really well, uh, against the Cowboys. Then, 49ers played the Cardinals. This was Trey Lance's first game as a starter. The Cardinals won 17-10, but the 49ers, they kept it pretty close throughout this game. Um, and, uh, let's look at Trey Lance's stats, see how he played statistically. He had 192 yards, zero touchdowns, one pick, did have 16 carries for 89 yards, though. Uh, 5.6 yards per carry, zero touchdowns, had a QBR of 33.9, not good, and a passer rating of 58.4, also not good. Um, so, did it look great in his in his uh, debut, in his first game as a starter? Uh, did look, he was pretty productive as a rusher, though. I'll give him credit for that. Um, a big win uh, for the Cardinals. This is a division win for them, so that makes it even sweeter. Then we got, um, let's see, who else do we have? We have Bills Chiefs. Wait, am I looking at this right? Sorry, the scoreboard got messed up. Then we have Bills Chiefs. This was Sunday Night Football. The Bills won 38-20 on the road. They went to Arrowhead Stadium, and, and they just dominated the Chiefs. Um, I was not expecting this. I did think the Bills uh, would cover in this game. They, they were two-and-a-half-point underdogs. I didn't think they would cover. I didn't think they. I didn't think they would win this game, um, but I did not think they would win in convincing fashion. I'm going to break down this game um, in a minute. Then we have Colts Ravens. This was the Monday night game. Ravens win. They beat the Colts 31 to 25 at home. A big comeback victory for the Ravens and a, and a great game from Lamar Jackson. This is the fourth game I'm going to be talking about today. So now that we're done with all the scores, let's go ahead and, and do some individual game breakdowns. Starting off with, let's go with Packers at Bengals. Packers won 25-22. Um, this was a wild, wild game. Um, it had a crazy ending. Um, things got slow. Uh, both teams got off to a slow start. Both teams punted to start the game. And then Green Bay threw an interception. Then Bengals punted. Green Bay punted right after that. Then the Bengals got on the board with a touchdown to go up 7-0. Green Bay answered with a touchdown of their own, but they missed the PAT, so it was 7-6. The Bengals punted. The Packers kicked the field goal to go up 9-7. The Bengals punted it once again. It's still 9-7. Then the Packers scored a touchdown to go up 9 points. They were up 16-7 after this. Then the Bengals scored a touchdown to make it 16-14. Going into the ha into the half, uh, then coming out in the third quarter, the Bengals threw an interception. The Packers responded with a field goal to go up 19-14. to The Bengals punted, so their offense 
is still struggling in the third quarter. And the Packers kicked a field goal to go up 22-14. Then the Bengals scored a touchdown, got the two-point conversion, and tied the score at 22-22. And the Packers missed the field goal. This was crazy. The ending of this game was insane. And the Packers missed a field goal. Then the Bengals missed a field goal. And then the Packers missed a field goal yet again. And then heading into overtime, uh, Bengals got the ball first. And they threw an interception early on on their first drive, actually on the first play. Then the Packers missed a field goal. The Bengals got the ball back. They drove down the field. They were in territory to kick a field goal. And they missed it. And But then the Packers, they got the ball back, regained possession, um, and they kicked the field goal to win the game 25-22. Let's look at the kicker stats in this game because it was insane uh, how many kicks were missed here. Let me get a drink. Ah, all right. Let's go down to kickers. So Mason Crosby was 4-for-7 um, on field goals and 1-for-2 on extra points. Evan McPherson for the Bengals, he was 0 for 2 on field goals, but he was 2 for 2 on extra points. So there was nine, or there were nine field goals kicked in this game. Only four were made. That's incredible. Um, and, and then both teams combined for four extra point attempts. They only made three. So some serious kicking woes. In this game from both teams. But the Packers do get the win. They were only favored by three heading into this game. Uh, so they did push. Uh, but big win for them. Way to come back um, and win this game. Because they easily could have lost this game. After missing all those field goals at the end of the game. Aaron Rodgers had a, pre- a pretty good game. Had 344 yards. Two touchdowns. One pick. QBR of 68.8. Passer rating of 103. Uh, Aaron Jones had 14 carries for 103 yards. 7.4 yards per carry. That's awesome. Uh, and Devontae Adams, dude, has been on a mission this season. And in this game, he had 11 catches for 206 yards, 18.7 yards per reception, and he also had a touchdown. He had 16 total targets in this game. The second most on the team was four. Um, that's an incredible target share there for Devontae Adams. Um, he has been amazing. Probably he's probably been the best receiver in the NFL so far this season. He's just been playing, just been playing out of his mind this year. Um, some one guy that played really well for for the Packers defensively, Kenny Clark had two tackles for a loss. Nobody else really had had a big game uh, besides besides him. Uh, I mean, Dean Lowry had 0.5 sacks. He also had two pass deflections. Um, did anybody else play well? T.J. Slatton had two QB hits. Um, then looking at the Bengals, uh, Joe Burrow uh, had a, a, not not a great game for him. Uh, 281 yards, two touchdowns, but also two picks. Um, they didn't get uh, too much from the run game. Joe Mixon, I believe he was hurt. Uh, so Samaj Piran got most of the carries. He had 11 carries for 59 yards, zero touchdowns. Joe Mixon was still productive. Had 10 carries for 33 yards and a touchdown. Just not as productive as he usually would be uh, if he was the number one guy. But Jamar Chase, man, has he been balling out. This dude has been a freaking stud this year. Had 10 targets in this game, 6 catches for 159 yards and a touchdown. Averaged 26.5 yards per reception. The dude has been a monster all year long. Now, I will say, I don't know how 
Uh, I don't know if he can keep up this production because he's having a lot of big plays, and a lot of his big plays are just kind of crazy. Um, so I don't know how reliable or, or, or how, like, if, if this production will hold up uh, as, we, as we move forward uh, throughout the season. Uh, but for right now, he's been incredible and is probably going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's been incredible. I, I thought I loved him as a prospect, had him as my wide receiver one in this year's draft. Um, but man, he, he has surpassed my expectations. I thought he might have a rough uh, rookie year because he is playing alongside T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon. But he has been the star of the show here in Cincinnati, um, and I'm happy for him. He's been awesome. Um, there were a lot of doubts about him after the preseason um, where he was having some job issues, but that hasn't been the case in the regular season. He's been amazing. So shout out to Jamar Chase. Uh, defensively, did anybody play well for them? Von Bell had three tackles for loss. Chinobi uh, uh, Awuzi had one tackle for loss, two pass deflections. Trey Hendrickson has been really good this year. He's been awesome, and he had three QB hits today in this game, two tackles for loss, two sacks. He's been really productive, and not just from a sacks perspective, but like pressures, everything. Trey Hendrickson has been awesome this year. He has been balling out and been playing out of his mind. He's been incredible, and it's great to see him play this way. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, did anybody else really play super well in this game? Not really. Let's go ahead and move on to the second game. That is Browns versus Chargers. And man, this was a really exciting game. Um, and, and just a shootout here. Um, a lot of a lot of points scored in the fourth quarter. Um, we'll look at this. Let's go to the play-by-play. So uh, Chargers got the ball first in this game. They punted. Uh, Cleveland, they scored on their first drive. They kicked the field goal to go up 3-0. Then the Chargers scored a touchdown to make it 7-3. Uh, the, the Browns came right back and scored a touchdown of their own to go up 10-7. The Chargers, they scored a touchdown to go up 13-10. Then the Browns turned the ball over on downs. The Chargers punted. Then the Browns scored a touchdown to go up 17-13. The Chargers fumbled on their next drive. And the Browns kicked a field goal to go up 20-13 at the half. And the second half is when things started getting pretty ridiculous. The Browns kicked off the third quarter with a touchdown to go up 27-13. The Chargers scored a touchdown of their own to go up 27-21. The Browns punted. Uh, sorry, did I say they went up 27-21? Sorry. The Chargers scored a touchdown to make it 27-21. I think I misspoke. The Browns punted. Uh, then the Chargers punted. Then the Browns punted again. The Chargers responded with a touchdown to go up 28-27. The Browns scored a touchdown of their own after this to go up 35-28. And then the Chargers scored a touchdown to tie it, to tie the score 35-35. But we're not done there. The Browns scored a touchdown to go up 42-35. And if you thought we were done, we're not. The Chargers scored a touchdown to make it 42-41. And let's see, did they... It was 42-41. Did they miss the extra point? They did. That's right. I remember this moment in that game. That was crazy. They scored a touchdown, missed the extra point, so they were down by one. But the, the Browns could not score in the next possession. They punted. The Chargers scored a touchdown to make it 47-42. Um, and then on their final possession, the Browns 
turned the ball over on downs. Um, they went for it on fourth goal on fourth down. Had a hail mary, could not convert. Um, and the Chargers left this game with the W, forty-seven to forty-two. What a crazy win for the Chargers! They overcame a fourteen-point second-half deficit to win. Uh, they also scored twenty-six fourth-quarter points. That's insane. And in this game, both teams combined for 41 points in the fourth quarter. That's incredible. Uh, let's look at the box score, because there were some pretty incredible performances here in this game, starting with Justin Herbert, who had 398 yards and four touchdowns, also had a QBR of 85 and a passer rating of 122. Um, Nick Chubb played really well, had 21 carries for 161 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt was productive as well. 12 carries, 61 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Baker Mayfield was, was okay. He was he was pretty solid. Um, 305 yards, 2 touchdowns, 0 picks. Only had a QBR of 53.2, um, but had a passer rating of 122.5. So he was pretty, pretty good as a passer. Um, but I don't know what was weighing down his QBR. Then moving down... David Njoku had a monster performance here. Seven catches for 149 yards and a touchdown. Averaged 21.3 yards per reception. Had seven targets. Led the team in targets, um, which is pretty crazy. And then for the Chargers, Mike Williams had eight catches for 165 yards and two touchdowns. If you had him in fantasy like I did, you're a happy a happy camper right now. He was awesome. I believe he had over 30 points in fantasy. Um, so that, that's incredible. Another guy that played really well for the Chargers is Austin Eckler. He had 17 carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns. Also had five catches for 53 yards and a touchdown. Um, great game for him, especially in fantasy. I don't know how many points he had in fantasy, but with three touchdowns, and five catches, um, and, and over a hundred yards, um, a hundred, a hundred total scrimmage, yards from scrimmage, I know we had to have a monster day there, now let's look down, did anyone play well defensively uh, for either team, um, I thought that, I thought Miles Garrett had a monster day, oh, he, he did, he did, I just skipped over his numbers, skimming the box score, he had three QB hits, one pass deflection, one tackle for loss, one sack and two total tackles. Miles Garrett was awesome in this game. And Miles Garrett has been awesome all year long. I had a tweet earlier this week uh, talking about how well he's been playing this year. Look at his stats for this season or listen to them. He had seven sa- he has seven sacks, eight tackles for loss, 16 QB hits, and 19 pressures. All of these lead the league. Now, he is tied with a couple of other players um, from the lead league in tackles for loss. But he still, he, he, he leads the league in all of these metrics. And that's incredible. And I think because of that, Miles Garrett is probably the front runner for the Defensive Player of the Year award. He has been playing out of his mind this year. Um, he's just been, been so good this season. Uh, let's get back to the box score, see, did anybody play super well, um, did anybody else play well for the, for the, uh, Browns, AJ Green had two pass deflections, Greedy Williams had one pass deflection, nobody else was super productive, um, Malik McDowell had a sack and a QB hit, um, the Browns as a team had two sacks and eight QB hits, 
Um, so, Boston Day for them. Nobody really played all that well uh, for the Chargers. I mean, Derwin James, I mean, he, he he was pretty good. Had 17 tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, and one QB hit. Uh, let's see, nobody else besides him really played all that well. Drew Tranquil had a tackle for loss. This year, Adderley had a tackle for loss. Um, they didn't have any inter- interceptions. So, yeah, that's all I have for, th- for this game. Big win for the Chargers. Great performance from Justin Herbert. And just a crazy fourth quarter um, in this game. Um, a big win for the Chargers at home. Now, let's talk about Bills Chiefs Sunday night football. Um, monster win for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, like I said earlier, they won 38-20. to Josh Allen was absolute. Actually, before I before I talk about individual player performances, let's go to the play-by-play. Talk about what happened throughout the game. So starting things off in the first quarter, the Chiefs got things going with a field goal on their first drive to go up 3-0. The Bills responded with a touchdown on their first drive to go up 7-3. Then the Chiefs fumbled. Uh, the Bills could not do anything. They could not take advantage of this takeaway. They punted. Then the Chiefs scored a touchdown to go up 10-7. Then the Bills responded with a touchdown to go up 14-10. The Chiefs had the punt on their next drive, and the Bengals took a field goal. Um, to go up 17-10. And, and then the Chiefs turned the ball over on downs. And the Bills scored a touchdown to go up 24-10. Things were starting to, in, to get away from the Chiefs. Um, they could not score a touchdown on their next drive. But the Chiefs did kick a field goal to make them score 24-13. Uh, going in the, into the half. Then there was a rain delay at halftime. Um, and it was a long delay. The teams returned from the third quarter, um, and they were a bit rusty starting starting things off. They were a bit cold. The Bills had the punt, then the Chiefs had the punt, then the Bills punted. Um, but the Bills had a big play early on in the third quarter as the Chiefs threw an interception, um, and the Bills returned this interception for a touchdown um, to go up 31-13. This was on the Chiefs' second possession of the third quarter. Uh, or of the second half. And then, on the very next drive, the Chiefs threw another interception. The Bills didn't take advantage of this takeaway either, um, like the other one, and they had the punt. Then the Chiefs scored a touchdown to make this a 31-20 ball game. But the Bills responded with a touchdown of their own to go up 38-20. They were up 18 points at this point. And then the Chiefs fumbled, um, and that was the game. So the Bills won 38-20. Rough game from the Chiefs' offense. Rough game for Patrick Mahomes. But I want to talk about everything that the Mills did well. They were awesome defensively. I think that's the story of this game. Um, their, their defense was just amazing. Holding the Chiefs to 20 points. Forcing four turnovers. And then scoring a touchdown. Incredible performance from them. Um, in this game, Patrick Mahomes had two picks. He also had... A, a fumble that he lost. So he, he had three turnovers. Byron Pringle had a fumble. Um, and, and that's where the four turnovers came from. I want to talk about what Josh Allen did in this game. He was awesome. Had 315 yards. 12.1 yards per attempt. Uh, also had three touchdowns. Had a QBR of 91.6. And a passer rating of 139.1. He was incredible. Also had 11 carries. For 59 yards and a touchdown. Just an, an incredible performance from Josh Allen. He was awesome. Um, looking at Stephon Diggs. Did he have a good game? No. Dawson Knox did though. Had three catches for 117 yards and a touchdown. 
uh, averaged 39 yards per reception. Monster day for him. Um, defensively, anybody having a game for them? Um, no one really had like an outlier game. I mean, Justin Zimmer did have two QB hits. Jerry Hughes had uh, half a sack and a QB hit. Boogie Basham ha- had half a sack and a QB hit. Greg Rousseau had a one sack, one tackle for loss, one pass deflection, and a QB hit. So big day for him. Um, then Teron Johnson had a pass deflection, as did Jordan Poyer. Um, so big day for Greg Rousseau. He was pretty productive. Um, and for uh, the Chiefs, they just were not that impressive offensively. Uh, Mahomes had 272 yards, two touchdowns, only had five yards per attempt, also threw two picks, had a fumble, um, had a QBR 48.4, and a passer rating of 70.9. So he was really, really bad in this game. And what's funny is he has not had a great year. Um, the picks have been... Have been a little crazy. Um, he's thrown six interceptions so far this year. Um, yet, he still is second in the entire league in QBR. And advanced metrics, like, um, there's a site that, that has, like, EPA data. And they have a, a, a metric called EPA plus completion percentage over expected composite. And that metric loves Patrick Mahomes, as does passer rating in QBR. So, there are metrics that really like Patrick Mahomes. And what he's done this season. Um, but it is fair to say that the interceptions have been out of hand. Um, the, the, the run game was not very good for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes was their leading rusher. Had 8 carries, 61 yards, 0 touchdowns. They had 0 rushing touchdowns in this game. And then like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey were both quiet. Relatively to, relative to what they usually do. Mika Hardman was their leading receiver. Um, defensively for them... Did anyone really shine? Not really. I mean, Legereus Need had a tackle for loss, one pass deflection. Mike Dana had a one QB hit. Um, Nick Bolton had two tackles for loss. But aside from that, no one really played well. Their defense just wasn't that good in this game. They allowed 17 points in the second quarter. Uh, they allowed the, the Bills to score uh, to score at least a touchdown um, in every single quarter of this game. And, and, 30, and when you give up 38 points in the NFL, you're likely not going to win. Um, and you're definitely not going to win when you lose a turnover battle four to nothing. Um, so just a, a, a very tough loss for the Chiefs. And I don't know what to make of them so far. Um, their offense is really, really good. Their offense is elite in my opinion, but their defense is so bad. Um, the defense is probably the worst in the league and that's holding them back right now. Um, but I do want to say, Huge win for the Bills. Uh, they are the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. Their defense has been spectacular. And I like I like their offense because they do have an elite quarterback in Josh Allen. Um, so when we get into the playoffs, um, although like like although their offense hasn't been super productive this year, when we get into the playoffs, I trust that their offense will be reliable because they have an elite quarterback in Josh Allen. Um, so I like the Bills as the best team in the NFL right now. Um, I think the I think the stats would back would back me up, um, and, and I love what they've done this year. They've been awesome. But let's uh, close out this podcast by talking about Colts Ravens Monday Night Football. Ravens won thirty one to twenty five, and this was a wild game. 
I was watching it, and, and honestly, I was getting kind of bored with this game in the second half because the Colts were killing the Ravens. Um, and, and we'll talk about this in a minute. Let's go ahead and look at the play-by-play. So the Ravens started this game off with the ball, and they punted, and the Colts, they scored. They went up 7-0 on their first possession, scoring a touchdown. Then the Ravens punted, and then the Colts fumbled. But the Ravens, they could not take advantage. They punted. Uh, the Colts, they punted once again, and then the Ravens punted. But wait, there's more. The Colts punted, and then the Ravens finally kicked the field goal to make the score 7-3 right before halftime. Um, and then the Colts, on their final possession of the first half, they kicked the field goal to go up 10-3. to In the second half, to start things off, the Colts scored a touchdown to go up 16-3. to I guess they missed the extra point. Yes, uh, the PAT was failed. Um, so they were up 16-3. to Then the Ravens fumbled. They just could not get things going offensively in the first half and early on in the third quarter. Uh, after this fumble, the Colts responded with a touchdown to go up 22-3. And at this point, I thought the game was probably over because we saw nothing from the Ravens offense that, that said that or that really hinted at them being able to get back into this game. But they would. Um, and things got crazy after this point. Uh, after going down 22-3, the Ravens scored a touchdown to make it 22-9. Then the Colts kicked a field goal to make the score 25-9. They went up 16 points at this point. Uh, but then the Ravens scored a touchdown to make the score 25-17. At this point, they were only down 8 points. Then the Colts drove down the field. Uh, they, they kicked the field goal. But the field goal was blocked. So the Colts were only up by eight. We're, we're still up by just eight points at this point. And the Ravens had a chance to tie the game. And they did just that, scoring a touchdown and converting the two point conversion um, to tie the game 25 to 25. And then at the end of regulation, the Colts missed the field goal. Um, and, and so we went to overtime in this game. The Ravens got the ball to start off to start overtime, um, and they made the most of their first, of their of their possession and overtime of their first possession. They drove down the field, scored a touchdown to, to win thirty one to twenty five. And man, what a performance from the Ravens' offense in the second half! Um, what a crushing, just a heartbreaking loss for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, a big reason why. The Colts lost in this game is A, their defense kind of fell apart in the second half, um, and B, their kicking game was awful. And, and I do want to say that Rodrigo Blankenship was injured, um, so he did have an excuse, um, but I mean, it, it's just a fact that his, his kicking woes led to the Colts losing this game and um, because he just couldn't come through at the end of the game. Uh, but like I said, the injury was the reason why. Um, so I don't want to harp on him too much, um, but I do I, I do think it's fair to say to, to mention um, that that his kicking woes uh, was a huge reason why the Colts lost. Uh, the Ravens. This is a wild stat. They went on a twenty eight to three run in the final two quarters of this game, uh, which is insane. Um, so they outscored the Colts by twenty five points in the final two quarters after going down twenty two to three. Um, that's wild. Um, and let's look at the stats because I want to see, I want to see, uh, how, how poorly Rodrigo, uh, what, or how poorly he played in this game. So Rodrigo Blankenship, um, was two for four on field goals and one for two on extra points. That's rough. 
that's rough. Um, r- r- rough game for him. Uh, Carson Wentz, he played pretty well. Honestly, had 402 yards, two touchdowns, had a QBR of 63.9, and a passer rating of 128.5. Um, might be probably one of his better performances on the year. Um, I want to talk about what the Ravens did because Lamar Jackson was phenomenal in this game. Had 442 passing yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, had a QBR of 71.6, and a passing rating of 140.5. Um, let me get a drink real quick. He was also... Very, very productive as a runner. Had 14 carries for 62 yards. No touchdowns. Um, Mark Andrews had a monster game. Had 11 catches for 147 yards and two touchdowns. Marquise Brown was incredible as well. Had nine catches for 125 yards and two touchdowns. And I just want to say, shout out to Marquise Brown. He has had an incredible season so far. He's been amazing. Um, it's been super fun to watch him play this year. He's been awesome. So shout out to him. Um, did anyone play super well defensively for the Ravens? They had a lot of QB hits. They had seven QB hits in this game. Uh, Odafe Owe, uh, had, or Odafe Owe had one sack, two QB hits. Um, Tavon Young had one sack, three tackles for loss, one pass deflection, and one QB hit. He had a monster game. Uh, Brandon Stevens had a QB hit. Uh, Marlon Humphrey had a pass deflection. Um, anybody else? Like Justin Houston had a QB hit. Jimmy Smith had a pass deflection. Justin Matabuike had one QB hit. Um, and then they didn't have any interceptions. Now let's look at what the Colts did. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he was really good in this game. Had 15 carries for 53 yards and a touchdown. Um, he was very productive as a receiver. Had three catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. Averaged 38.7 yards per reception. Obviously, that's not sustainable, but what a big game for him. Um, you know, I talked about Carson Wentz and how well he played earlier. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. had a big game. Six catches for 89 yards and a touchdown. Um, Paris Campbell and Mo Ali Cox. Or Mo, is it Mo Ali? I think it's Mo, Mo Ali Cox. He was good as well. Um, defensively, um, Al-Quinine Muhammad, he had a pretty good game, had half a sack, one tackle for loss, and two QB hits. Um, Taekwon Lewis was really good as well, had one and a half sacks and two QB hits. Um, ben Manogu, Managu, Managu, I'm sorry if I mispronounced his name. He had a QB hit. Um, Grover Stewart had a tackle for loss. And that's pretty much all, um, all I need to talk about in terms of individual statistics. Uh, but shout out to the Ravens. Big win here. Big, they're 4-1 on the season now. Um, Lamar Jackson is now firmly in the MVP conversation. He's been one of the best passers in the NFL and one of the best rushers. He's just been unbelievable this year. Um, and he's keeping the Ravens afloat even with all their injuries. So shout out to Lamar Jackson. He's been playing out of his mind, um, and he's doing it as both a passer and a rusher, so that's great to see. Rough loss for the Colts. They're now 1-4 and four in the season. It looks like they're probably not going to be good this year, um, so that stinks. Uh, and, and shout out to Rodrigo Blankenship. I just want to say, like, keep, I just want to say, like, for him, like, keep his head up. I hope he keeps his head up after this. Uh, I know it was a rough performance, but he's a great kicker. 
um, and, and he's hurt, and so just, it, it's not really his fault that he struggled, um, it, it's hard to play well when you're injured, and he tried to fight through it, but he, but he couldn't, um, he did hurt his team as a result, uh, but he'll, he'll move past this, he'll be fine, he's a good player, um, he's got to put, put this behind him, um, but yeah, that's all I have for today's episode, that's it for today, for, for this episode of the podcast, I hope you enjoyed it, uh, if you want to check out my other content, you can check out my website at thewiresports.com, you can also check out my YouTube channel, uh, which is The Wire, um, I just posted a few videos recently, one about Draymond Green's 2016 season, one about, um, about, what's his name, uh, John, John Franklin Smith, well, let me look, sorry, JFM, John Franklin Myers, how well he's been playing this season, and his recent contract extension with the New York Jets, um, so go check those out, if you want to hit me up on social media, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at the Ryan McCrary, that's the R-Y-A-N-M-C-C-R-A-R-Y, um, I'm, I'm very active on, on both platforms, but mainly Twitter, so if you want to talk to me about sports, you want to just talk to me about whatever, hit me up on there, um, and, and I'll be sure to respond, but yeah, that's all I have for today, today's a long episode, I'm looking at the recording, it's like four, over 40 minutes long, um, today's a long episode, and I hope you all enjoy it, but that's all I have for today, I hope you all enjoyed it, and I will see y'all next time. Peace.